0: The fox was cold. The fox was tired. Deeply cold. And deeply tired. It was the middle of winter. Since sunrise that morning, he'd been chased by red-coated hunters riding huge, thundering horses. It had taken all his speed and guile to evade them and their barking, slavering hounds. Now, night had come. Horns had blown, calling the hunters home. They would go home, stable their horses, and sit down to heaped dinner plates while he shivered on the cold, snowy hillside. The fox took stock of his situation. His den was miles away. He was wet through, cold to the marrow of his bones, so cold that he couldn't imagine ever being warm again. He needed to eat and he needed to eat soon, or else he would lie down in the snow, fall asleep, and never wake up again. He mustn't let that happen. He had to keep moving, find something to eat. The problem was, he didn't have the strength to hunt. He had no chance of catching something in his state. If he tried and failed, he would be even weaker and would stand even less chance the next time he tried. There was only one thing for it. He needed to go scavenging. The fox forced himself up. He trotted through the forest until he came to a road. Out onto the road he stepped, sniffing the air before setting off downhill. He sniffed and sniffed as he went, sifting through the menagerie of smells upon the air until he smelt what he was looking for. The fox smelt food. Warm, delicious, human food. Peering into the dusky gloom, his sharp eyes made out the shape of a farmhouse. The smell was coming from the bins out the back. His mouth began to water as he turned onto the lane leading to the farmhouse. Closer he came, past the barns and sheds, the smell growing stronger and stronger. He approached the house, the aromas making his head spin. Around the house he went. There, the bins. He slipped through the shadows and, Oi! He froze. Slowly, he turned his head. By the house, close to the back door, was another house. A tiny, wooden house. The front of it stood open, and sitting inside it was, well, it was a dog, but not the kind of dog that hunted him. It had shaggy brown fur, floppy ears, and round, gentle eyes. Oi, he said again, what are you? The fox stared at the dog. What, what am I? he said. "I," said the dog, I've never seen a, a, whatever you are before. What are you? I'm a fox, said the fox. Fox, eh? said the dog. Nice to meet you. Tell me about yourself then. What do you do all day? What's it like being a fox? What's it like? What's it like being a fox? The fox shook his head. I'll tell you what it's like, pal. Being a fox is terrible. You live in a den, a wee hole in the side of a hill. You're never really warm, and you have to hunt for your food. Most of the time, you're not successful, and then you're tired, and the next hunt is even harder. So you're almost always hungry. When it rains, you get wet, and when it snows, you get snowed on. But that's not the worst part. On some dreadful days, horns ring out across the countryside. Humans get up on their horses and hunt you with packs of hounds running before them. They hunt you all day, and if they catch you, the hounds rip you to pieces while the men and women watch, and they do all this for fun. Being a fox isn't something I would wish on anybody, except those hunters, maybe. The dog nodded slowly. Dearie me, he said. That does sound dreadful. You should try being a dog. The fox laughed. All right, then, he said. Go on. Tell me what it's like being a dog. Ah, said the dog with a smile on a wag of his tail. Being a dog, let me tell you, is absolutely wonderful. I've got my kennel here that I live in. It keeps me warm and keeps the rain off. And I've got a comfy rug to sit on. The master's wife comes out in the morning and brings me a bowl of food. Crunchy bits and meaty bits. (laughs) It's delicious. I get another ball of the same stuff in the evening, and in the afternoon, the master or his wife takes me out for a walk. We go down the paths, and I have a good sniff about, see what's going on. They throw the ball, and I catch it. It's great fun. Oh, and I didn't tell you about the best bit yet. The best bit is that on some cold evenings, when they're in a good mood, the master and his wife let me into the house, and a stretch out on the rug in front of a roaring fire. He shivered with joy at the memory. Oh, I, being a dog is the best. The fox had been listening carefully to all of this. The dog painted a beautiful picture, and he found himself thinking that a dog's life sounded like just what he needed. But then he noticed something. What's that? asked the fox. What's what? That thing around your neck. Oh, said the dog. This, this is my collar. What's it for? asked the fox. The chain fastens onto it. The fox stepped closer to the dog. He saw that the collar was attached to a chain and that the chain was attached to the kennel. The fox took a step back. He said to the dog, Do you, do you always have that collar around your neck? Aye, said the dog. And is it always attached to the chain? Aye, said the dog. The fox nodded slowly. I see, he said. I see what's going on here. He looked up at the house and back at the dog. Look, pal, he said, it seems like you've got a good life here, a good life. I'm glad you're happy with it. But it's freedom and hunger for me, mate. It's freedom and hunger for me. The fox trotted over to the bins. He ate some leftover pie and potatoes before saying goodbye and stalking off into the night.